let's lift up our Bible. We're going to start. And uh, <clears throat> you can say this with me, Lord Jesus, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I don't want to be informed. I want to be transformed. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will transform us through your word. We are not here to be entertained, just to hear a few things and to move on. We are here to not only hear your word, but the word will bring an inner transformation that the church of Jesus Christ will be fully grown in the full measure of Christ. So we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. We will continue with what the Lord has been doing with us in the last uh, <clears throat> week. And uh, it, is, uh, it is essential for us to know what's going on. So we talk about love allure. Don't take your cities, rather love your cities. We talked about last week, and I highlighted a scripture. It's from Jonah chapter 10, uh, 4, the last verse, 11th verse. But anyway, as more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left hand, many cattle as well. And this is the question God asked Jonah. Should I not be concerned about the great city? Jonah was asked by the Lord, should I not be concerned about this great city. Our city has got close to 850,000 people. And this, the district of Vellur has got 4.9 million people. And uh, we talked about this from Isaiah 29. If the city prospers, you will be prosperous. So I'll be just giving you next five minutes what we talked uh, last week. And uh, we talked about these three things. Every city has a divine original design. Every city has a divine original intent and every city has a divine promises. And uh, we are not here to have bigger churches, uh, but we are here to have the church becoming a light in the midst of darkness. The goal of God for the church is not to be bigger or greater in the city. The goal of God is to fill the city with his church. And we talked from Isaiah 61, how the spirit of the sovereign Lord and uh, is upon you. And when the spirit of God comes upon you, you become a good news to the poor. You become, you are anointed to set the captives free. So, and we also talked about what is the purpose of the local church. And I gave you the definition last week. The purpose of the local church exists to be and to do what corporately, what each in Christian should be and do individually every week. So the strength of the church determines about the individuals, how they function and have a relationship with the Lord. And based on that, the strength of the corporate church happens. So it's to worship and show forth the excellence. So the church exists not just to have a meeting on Sunday. The church exists to show forth the excellence of him who took us from darkness to marvelous light. So we also talked about how can we love the cities because it's very hard to love the cities because sometimes we come to a city just to get a job or to get an education or to get a medical treatment like the sister here or to go and find a better opportunity for our children like VAT or CMC. But we never think and stop and imagine why God created cities. Maybe there must be an original intention God created and what is the original intention? If, and this is what Floyd McClung said this when I joined YVM Amsterdam and he put his hand over me and prayed and he said, Charles, I want you to be influencer in the city, not to be influenced by the city. 
and that's what he said and i remember very clearly though he is now with the lord not here in the, on earth and he said this charles if you do not know what is your original intention for the city that you are serving you will fall into the trap of the devil's intention into the city for example amsterdam the it is a city of hospitality the greek word for hospitality is xenophilia that means friend to a stranger but the city's original design has been forgotten for many decades and the church drifted from the original design today amsterdam is known for xenophobia the very dutch people if you go to amsterdam they will say amsterdam is not part of holland if you want to see real holland get out of amsterdam that's what they will say it's it is a city of becoming instead of being in a hospitable city it is a city become a xenophobia a city that is tolerant intolerant towards the strangers they just the the real dutch who have been there they don't like the city of amsterdam they move out so in the city of amsterdam you'll find all sorts of nations but there's a it's a tension there so this is what god is calling us to do he's calling us not just to live in a city use the city for our own purpose but ask this question why he brought us into the city how can we be part of the divine contribution that what god intended for the city through our lives so we talked about it two things i shared how can we love our city we can't have great commission without great compassion that's what we talked about last week it we need to have compassion otherwise we will be tolerating kingdom is not about tolerating kingdom is about celebrating in the kingdom of god that's why i tell people if you are a racist or a casteist caste oriented person heaven will be a hell for you because heaven will be the most diverse place most creative place that you can imagine of heaven will not be just one color all short hair white dress singing kumbaya it will be a boring place anybody there out there amen does it make sense heaven is the most colorful creative place so you can't have great commission without great compassion that means you need to ask the lord lord how can i love the city that i can i you have brought in into this life and we talked about that and number 2 we can't love the city without the spirit of mercy what is the spirit of mercy it is it is what jesus gave to his disciples when he commissioned the 12 when he sent out the 70 he commissioned them with the spirit of power but also the spirit of mercy to care for the poor and needy somebody called me last night and it was around 8:30 in the evening and that person saw somewhere you know we don't promote what we do around you know that because the lord told me i will build my church i means it's him not me build that's his job my that belongs to him i'm just a steward church that's his bride so I, i he said i will build my church so you don't promote your stuff you just facilitate so that's why we called we had a coffee on the other day with brother sunil i said we are we are not leaders we are facilitators we are senior among equals but we are facilitators and this person called and said i saw i don't know somehow she came to realize and she realized what we are doing on the community and she said i'm sending you a check i can't give you the amount a big number to yours feeding the poor and the needy his work is is doing it 
Why I'm telling you this? Because we, the moment you say, it's my church, my kingdom, my thing, we lose. God steps out and he says, okay, you do it. But if we are there, Lord, I'm just a facilitator. I'll open doors, you know, and I'm here to just do what you call me to do. You open miraculous doors. I wrote this and I said this last week, living without love is not an option, but also living without power is also not an option. Many times you are taught to take the cities for God. God doesn't want us to take the cities for him. Rather, he wants us to love the cities with him. So we talked about the Jonah syndrome last week. Jonah was more concerned for protecting his righteousness than bringing the life into the city. Jonah was more aware of the reputation of the city than the reality of the kingdom in which he serves. Jonah was expecting his prophecy would happen, then people be saved and have hope. So we, we wrapped it up with that, you know, that we will go and serve the city just like Jesus served in humility, in authority, and also in vulnerability as carpenter's son. Jesus was not an MLA son or MP son. He was a carpenter's son. That means his job of the father was not something to be proud of. It's, it's a normal, mundane job. But he came with vulnerability, humility, and authority. And we didn't go. We are not called to go in greatness, but go in weakness. So we, we talked about this. And we wrapped it up with prayer and intercession. So today we will go in the next 15, 20 minutes, I'll talk about the third and the fourth point. And then I, have, I felt in my heart to write down some prophetical declaration over the city. So there are 24 of them. So I, I'll wrap it up last week with this statement. We are not consumers of the city. We are contributors to the city. Amen. How many of you believe that? I'm not a consumer. I'm not here to suck the life out of the city. I'm here to contribute life to the city. Amen. Now, the third one, it's up here on the screen. You can read it. We can't love the cities without becoming fathers and mothers to the city. Okay. And that doesn't mean you have to get married and have kids. It talks about the spiritual climate. Fathers bring identity. Do we agree with that? Fathers bring identity. Mothers bring nurture, care. These two are needed. That's why God refers himself to El Shaddai. There's a new elevation song. I don't know whether you El Shaddai. Have you heard that song? It's powerful. And he talks about El Shaddai. It's actually a literal translation is multi-breasted God, a God of comfort, God who cares. God who comes and be there for us. But he's also the God who brings identity. Every city has fathers who founded it. I've been doing a little bit of research and they, they could not find the founder of the city, Vellur, but it's recorded even during the Chola Empire. You know the Cholas? When they, it's recorded even in the Tiruvannamalai Temple. It talks about Vellur Fort. And that's the latest record they have. That's recorded from the 15th century. So this city has been around for 500 years. 110 years, Ida's Cutter is here. So, so this city has been around for 500 years. And it's been passed on from the Hindu empire to the Muslims. And then finally, you know, the, the British ruled. And the, the, the fort has been around there for three to 400 years. So they do not find a founder of this, but they say Vale Lur. Vale is the weapon, the spear of the Murugan that does holding on. So that's the, it's a warrior thing. That's why Valurians are like, little bit like 
Alsatian on steroids. <clears throat> like always they want to fight. You know, they will cut through. One guy came on the one way. I honked. I said to him, hey, one way. He said to me, he said to me in Tamil, I'll say this. He said, I am coming in one way wrong. You should stop. So this is the spirit of Vellurians. So you might have noticed that, you know, while you are driving there. You need special grace. You can drive anywhere in the world. But in Vellur, if you are driven, you get an extra two star from the kingdom. Anyway, so every city as fathers who founded it. Fathers, I wrote down here, it's not in the screen. Fathers can't be replaced by agencies. Fathers can't be replaced by MLAs. Fathers can't be replaced by CMs. Fathers can't be replaced by PMs. Fathers can't be replaced by religion. Fathers can't be replaced by resources. Fathers cannot be replaced by policies. Fathers cannot be replaced by programs. Fathers cannot be replaced by churches. We have big churches here in Vellore. Many of you know that. You know, in the first church that they built was in the fort. When the British took over, they want their, their soldiers to have a service in the middle. That's why we have that church. What's it called? St. John's, right? Yes. So they have all those things. It cannot fit what the father alone can do. You know, I always tell Isaac, you may have all the uncles who can buy you ice cream, chocolate, especially his Chittapa when he comes, my brother, he takes him. He doesn't have sons, you know, only two daughters. So he's very attached. Always, Isaac, come. He buys him, you know, lace, chips, chocolate. My, his dad doesn't buy anything, you know, because the righteous man grow like a palm tree. I was growing like a banyan tree. So I had a revelation. I'm not going to do that over my son. So I, I stopped it. Once a week, we have a sugar date. Today is Sunday. Hallelujah. So we do those things. So Isaac will be so excited. I tell him, you can have thousand chittapas, but there is only one appa can bring you identity. Some of you are like that. When uncles comes, you are so excited because they bring all those stuff. But those guys can never bring you identity. Only the fathers can bring. He's like, whatever. <laughs> His chitapa is bringing ice cream and lace chips, you know. Anyway, so God is both the God, the father who speaks identity over our lives and God, the mother who nurtures us. You know, we, we need to repent. And this is the scripture. If you turn your Bible, we will not be going through this whole passage. Turn with me to Luke 15. It's a fabulous scripture. It talks about the elder son mentality. How many of you know this? Luke 15. It talks about the lost coin, the lost, um, what is another one? Sheep and the lost son. And the elder son mentality is this. Elder son cannot celebrate the goodness of God and the redemption of God's work in other people's life. Okay? The elder son always, this is the elder son mentality. He always critiques. Look at this. Look at this verse. Okay? Uh, <clears throat> Meanwhile, verse 25. The older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. When he called one of the servants and asked him, What was going on? Your brother has come. He replied, And your father has killed the fattened calf. Because he has him back safe and sound. See, the servants also don't help him. They add extra masala, you know. They add fuel to the fire. Already this guy is burning. So he, they are giving a, they didn't say cough. They say him fattened cough. So it's sometimes, you know, the people who are 
supposed to help the adding more fuel to the fire so the older brother became angry and refused to go in so his father went out and pleaded with him the same father went out to reach out to the elder younger son is now going out to pleaded with him and he answered his father look all these years i've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders yet you never gave me a young goat so i could celebrate with my friends you know that talks about us right many times we say i come to church lord i never had fun but the guy who just had fun all the time he's now got the gift of healing he just got healed and he got the healing why not me you know i've been going one lady told me when i planted a church in the village 52 sundays i came church pastor still my family is in sickness that's not the equation 52 sundays means the whole year she went to church so god doesn't say oh you went to church on 52 sundays that doesn't mean i'm going to release healing to you that's the righteous mentality self righteous mentality look at this he could not find joy in the father's house look he's been saying all these years i've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders yet you have never gave me even a younger goat so i could go and celebrate with my friends aw toaster says this you if you can't worship god on saturday your worship to god on sunday is not authentic if you don't know how to worship god on monday your worship to god on sunday is invalid look at this and then but when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes he is the one who is giving description because it does not say before what he has done okay come home you kill the half fattened calf for him look at what the father is saying my son the father said you are always with me and everything i have is yours but we have to celebrate and be glad because of this brother of yours was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found english language was discovered based on king james version we have in airports lost and found if you look at english the language english if you look at most of the verses that came out from the bible the lost and found was actually came from that you know so anyway moving on what we need to repent from the elder brother mentality i wrote down six things repent from critiquing repent from complaining repent from condemning repent from distancing repent from isolating and repent from abusing it for our selfish gain i'll repeat again repent from critiquing repent from complaining repent from condemning and repent from distancing distancing is like i don't mix with them you know i am i, I my status brother i don't want to mingle with them repent from isolating the religion has taught us how to isolate and insulate hello the more you isolate and insulate all you get is a numb spirit that you will not know what's the feeling of the father repent from abusing for our selfish gain okay i wrote down here we are more concerned about people falling asleep in the church but we don't realize we have fallen asleep as a church in the city is true or not we are concerned oh we should make sure that fast songs slow songs make sure there is coffee and chai there is chai no yeah you see everything is there ready it's we are preparing all those things you know we not only need to preach about the original sin 
which many churches do, we do about salvation. We also need to preach about the original design, the eternal kingdom. Do you agree with me or not? It's just, you know, it's, 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 it's many church and A.W. Dozer says in the, in the pursuit of God, he says in his book and he says, many church, he compares with the seed that falls on a good ground produces 30, 60 and 90, 100 fold. He says many church stops in the 30 fold. What is that? Come to Jesus, you will be saved, happy. And we finish off. But the kingdom of God, it begins from there. It doesn't stop there. So we talk about salvation, but we stop there. But it's more than salvation. It's more about possessing what God has called you to possess. He has given you the nations as your inheritance. Do you believe that? I believe this with all of my heart. Nations, and this is the word God gave us. The glory of God is going to fall here and it will go to the nations. And we may be a small gathering and I can point out people in the map where they have gone and to be a blessing from this gathering of 400 years old church. Why I'm telling you this? Because our church is not primarily on Sunday morning. The church goal is to be the church throughout the week, wherever we go. Amen? Now, we are not only need to preach about the original sin, salvation, we also need to preach about, in King James Version, I found out, he does not say everlasting God, Father. It says, Father of everlasting ages. It's a big difference. Do you hear that? He is not the everlasting God, Father. He is the Father of everlasting ages. That means, the ages don't define him. He defines ages. Amen? He did not, he is not confined to time. Time abided in him. He created time. So we need to stop focusing on tradition and start focusing on transformation. That's one of the things I pray. God, I don't want to read the Bible to be informed. I want to read the Bible to be transformed so that I can be transformed in your image. We need to stop holding on to the structures of mankind. We need to hold on to God who has the original design over mankind. We don't have to settle for repeating histories. We dream of rewriting histories. Again, I've been reading about this Ida Scudder. When she came for her holidays, she saw three Muslim women die because there was no female gynecologist. And she went back home, studied, and she came with a $10,000 grant in 1899. $10,000 that time itself. You know, and she came and started this hospital. And she wanted to start a school, and everybody mocked at her. You will probably not even get three girls in your school. The first school, she got 154 students. First school. Can you imagine? Today, all those women who have been graduated from the school, it's because of one woman's obedience to say, I'm here not to just have a, you know, our goal was to have a married, have a doctor practice thing, you know, and have kids. And she would have been a successful doctor back in America and we would never know. She would one of those, you know, Judson, Mudson, all those people, you know, we would never know about that. But she gave her life to love the city and the reciprocity of that is you and me are reaping the fruit. Think about this. If you could say to God, God, you brought me to the city. And if I'm here not to consume, I'm here to contribute. Show me your original design. How can I contribute? This is bigger than Sunday morning, guys. This is bigger than just coming and doing some activities. It is bigger. Amen. So, 
828 of Romans says, God works together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. In politics, God works together for good for those who love him to release his government. These days, we are battling with getting one single paper from the government office here. We've been bombarded here and there from three and a half lakhs. Now they came up to 50,000 bribe. And we've been contending with the Lord, with the people, and asking the Lord, like, God, what's your government going to do? If this thing comes, you know, we need to ask the Lord, Lord, build your government in this city. Corruption everywhere. Throughout the night, the illegal mining is going on. We see the entire trucks are taking out. They are, they are taking sands to build bricks. Because this government is known for that. The, the sand has been taken out from the rivers. If you take one feet of sand, it takes 40 years to get re, that refilled again. They have dug 15, 20 feet. That talks about, you're talking about next 300, 400 years. Our future generation, how are we going to leave the city into the future generation hands? I remember one of our friends, she lives in Kuwait. She owns a house in Mayflower. She said when her mother did CMC, she was, her mother was a CMC student. When her mother did CMC, she bought a house looking facing the river view water in this uh, Satwacheri where she can find, they have, they have a CMC colony. We would see the rivers. Now there is no river. If you Google Maps shows there is a blue ink, but there is no river. There is a beef shop there. <laughs> you know, I'm adding a little comic in this because this is our city. God called us in the city, believe it or not. You are here for one week, one month, 10 days, or 10 years, 20 years, doesn't matter. This is your city. What's your original design for God? It's original design for the city. We need to ask him. So in medicine, God works together for good for those who love him to release his healing and cure. In media, God works together for good for those who love him to release his truth. In arts, God works together for good for those who love him to release his beauty. There is no beauty in the city. Have you noticed that? There is something called broken window theory they invented in, in Bronx, in New York. They said if you... The people are walking on the most broken areas. Crime is there. So these guys came up with this theory called fixing the windows, painting the pavements, making it beautiful. So people are walking in this every day from home to the bus stand to commute. They look at this. Depression came down. Crime rate came down. That's where the broken window theory came up. We need to think about it. God, what's your original design? For God works together for those who love him to release his knowledge and empowering every individual. It's a mug-up school. Mug-up is what we have. You don't need, we don't, Brother Sunil told me on the other day, we are creating an educational system to get job, not to empower them for a career, for the life. It's, that's how it is. The more better mug-up you are, you have the better chances of winning the scholarship. It's ridiculous, isn't it? So look at this. In science, God works together for good for those who love him to release his innovations that transform the nations. Last night I was listening to this, this journalist who came um, from somewhere in the Middle East. He's not a Jew. He went to Israel and he looked at the reality of how Jewish nation was the most driest among all the nations in the Middle East. But yet, it is the most green nation in all the Middle East. It's because they become the highest innovators. They started drip irrigation. And it was an accident because the guy who put hose, he saw one of his pipes were leaking and that leak brought 
that particular tree grew more and brought more fruits he realized that this now it does not need large amount of water just a little drop in entertainment god works together for good for those who love him to release his perspective of love today love is spelled l u s t that's called love we need a kingdom perspective in families god work together for good for those who love him to release the broken families into wholeness in economy god works together for good for those who love him to release his kingdom wealth in nature god works together for good with those who love him to release his stewardship and beauty amen i'm pumped up when i think about this because whenever you have a problem there is kingdom of god's available for you to bring the solution the last point we can't love the city without embracing the original intent of the city what is the original intent of vellore have you ever asked what is the original design of vellore see vellore is known for what cmc vit what do people come for cmc to get healed why people come for vit to get more educated this city is known for life and hope when we came 2010 god gave us a word he gave us asha jeevan this is going to be your ministry asha means hope jeevan means life this city is known for hope and life nambike jeevan this is the this is the word god gave us and we registered a small little trust and we found now we have atg and we even tell our church members if you want to give to that you'll get tax deductible on your year come you know and some of you are doing it praise god for that but that's not the goal the goal is to prophetically stand in the gap and say god asha jeevan over city asha jeevan over vellore because this is a hope what is hope bill johnson says hope is a joyful expectation of something good the lord will do it in our lives it is not a wishful thinking you know people say i hope i hope there is mcdonalds coming brother it came bad reviews don't go you know i hope there is you know i hope there is a, a cinema theater i hope there is a no that's not a wishful thinking kingdom hope is different it's a joyful expectation of something good the lord will do it in our lives it is not a wishful thinking okay it is a city of joy and light vellore is a city of joy and light people come here with such obscurity they don't know what they are doing and then they find clarity even in the medical field or also in the educational field joy it is a city that brought so many people out of misery out of poverty out of nowhere yes or no come on i'm preaching to the choir here number 3 you know it is a city of connection it is look around us we are we are not we are not from the same place but somehow god connects you in cmc it's it's like christian matchmaking center you might know her this yes or no you find somebody i mean prithiv and hima i mean i married them few months ago a few years actually one year ago right yeah one year ago i mean it's incredible he is from west bengal she is from andhra right andhra i mean it's fish curry and hyderabad dum biryani it's no match but there was in cmc that happens in cmc you know think about it it is a place of connection it is sits in the highway between madras and bangalore it connects tamil nadu and andhra geographically also spiritually it is a melting pot of cultures and languages 
this city is a melting pot of culture and languages. There is a Turkish kebab in front of, in, in front of where is that Reliance? There is a Turkish truck. I mean, he might put chili powder, garam masala in that, but that's a different issue. But the fact of the matter is still people go and stand in there and buy Turkish kebab tells you that this city needs, this city desires not just a monoculture, not sambar, rasam, puriyal, kutu. I'm not degrading it. We like it. South Indians are South Indians. You know, so we, <laughs> it's okay. But we are, we are creating a culture here. It's a melting pot. I mean, there is a place called Chocolate Room where you have fondue. Hmm? Do you know fondue? And it's incredible. It's really nice. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a diverse. So let me recap again. It is a city of hope and life. Say this with me. Vellur is a city of hope and life. Vellur is a city of joy and light. Why do I come to the conclusion? Because the very thing that God wants to do is the opposite thing the enemy does in people's life. Joy and light, okay? You look at, there is a, there is a festival here. They do it every year. They go and plunder the graveyards. So you need to ask, if that is happening, enemy is actually bringing a counterfeit into the city that actually opposite. What is opposite? It is joy and light. Watch how people behave. You can know more about the city by the behavior of the people. My wife used to say, when you come to Vellur, you suddenly changes your attitude. You are so nice, calm, gentle. You pick up the diapers, trash can without complaining. When you come to Vellur, suddenly you are like weird. What is this? I said, no, I'm not weird. You are weird. I didn't say that. I thought about it. I could not say that. You don't want me to sleep on the couch. Anyway. You know, it is a city of connection. And it is also the melting pot of cultures and language. Look at this example. I'll give you two examples. International cities. Reading, California. Reading means red, salvation. It's a color. It's a Reading River grows there. What's happening in that original design? There is a great revival happens in that city. Geneva. It's called Myrtle Tree. You know, and it's, it's Geneva. It's also known in the old Germanic term. It means bended knee. That's what means Geneva. What is the greatest movement came out of Geneva? There's a guy called John Calvin. Do you think about it? What is the movement that God wants to bring out of this city of Vellur? I believe God wants to bring hope and life over the city of Vellur, through the city of Vellur. You are the hope and life of the city of Vellur. But if we say, God, you know, it, I think it was Tozer or Malcolm Magridge. I'm not sure. I'm confusing the authors. They said it will be a, it is a disgrace to God if we limit him only on Sunday worship. It is a disservice you do to God if you limit God just to Sunday worship. Now, I have written down here prophetical declarations. So it's up in the screen. So we're going to look in the screen and read it. But then I have, this is for you. You can, we're going to put a magnet trick also so that you can keep it on the fridge. You can buy it because it's, this is cheap for us to print. Magnets going to cost a little extra. 
So you can buy more than one. You can stick it on the fridge, stick it on your car, keep it in your Bible, pass it around to your friends. You know, this is a prophetical declaration over your city. Some of you are saying, well, tomorrow evening I'm going, brother. No, this is for your cities. Anywhere you go, okay? And this is only gonna, we got, we, as we go out, see, I said this before, during the pandemic, church is not a building you attend to, church is not a meeting you go into, church is a family you belong to. So this, this is a family. As we finish this gathering time and we move out, this is what we are believing God for. So let's look up at the screen, let's declare together. As we go out, come on church, everybody together, on the screen, I know you're distracted now here with this. Look at this, this all here. Okay, look at this. As we go out, we are believing God for creative solution that transform the city from its challenges. For every area of your city to be touched by the awesome, powerful awareness of God's presence. A city that will shelter the poor and needy. A city free from caste. Do you believe that? Amen. A city free from bribe. Amen? A city free from corruption. A city free from caste-based politics. A city free from abusing natural resources. I talked about lands, land stealing. God can work it out. When John G. Lake, have you heard about John G. Lake? Anybody heard about? He was the revivalist in Washington. That entire state was the sickest state in America. When John G. Lake started his revival, only 19 people were there. And he wrote to the newspaper. And people, all of them were touched. He wrote down to the newspaper. He gave them, he said, revival broke out. It's all about perspective, you know. In a state of a million people, 19 people only gathered. He said, revival broke out in Washington. And he started believing. And the healthcare workers in his lifetime looked at it, says, the most healthiest state in all of America is Washington State. Don't you want to see the most cleanest the cleanliest city and the most healthiest city and the district is Vellur district. How many of you want to see that? Brother, my bond is over. A city free from abusing natural resources. Number nine. A city free from violence and bloodshed. A city free from injustice towards women and children. Come on, a city free from dowry and injustice. A city free from pollution and filthiness. Filthiness, I should put. Uh, filthiness, okay. A city free where youth can walk in safety. I stop there, go back. I believe one day I have two precious, three precious kids. I want to see my kids can walk in freedom, in safety. In Holland, it's been stated in the most safest city in Europe is Amsterdam. A woman can walk three and, at 3.30 in the morning and she can bike with her skirts on safely. Nobody will even bother her. Can you imagine? Can you send? I mean, can you imagine doing that in Vellur? Not now, but we are trusting God for. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? A city where, look at now, go back. A city where elderly are respected. It's not there. We are losing that. We are losing you get in the bus, people are so focused, hunched down, focused. They are not, get, they are not even waking up, said the old men or men to women to sit, a pregnant lady to sit. I mean, some of the men look like pregnant, so they need to be seated. So that's a different issue. Where city, where elderly are respected. A city where lonely ones are surrounded by loving caregivers. 
a city of wisdom and sound mind. Yes, come on, church, declare with me. A, city, a faithful, loving city that loves truth and justice. A city known for peace and prosperity. A city that attracts other nations and cities to get impartation of God's blessing. Do you believe that? Amen. They should come. We go every time when the Lord opens doors for us to go to America, we make sure that we go to Bethel. We save money for a year in advance. We make sure we go there. We go on a, we have a routine. Friday nights, impartation, Saturday healing rooms, Sunday one of the services. It takes cost. It, it's challenging. But you know why? Because there is something there. I want to carry this and impart it into my city. Do you think one day people will come just for that? They come all over the world to come to VAT and to CMC. How about they come to be touched by the presence of God in Vellur? Amen? Number 20, a city that hosts national and international business that brings holistic wealth. Right? Today it's not holistic wealth. Number 21, a city where youth arise and care for the nations. A city, number 22, a city that carries the joy of the Lord. Don't you want to know why Vellurians are very happy? Because why? There is something, the manifest presence of God is upon us. Amen? Amen? A city that represents the original intent of the Lord. Last but not the least, the city that hosts the King of Glory. It's here. It's for you. Keep it in your... Daily, just go through this. God, I thank you for the city. Take one of those things, maybe city free from corruption, a city where this loves truth and justice. Pray into that. Thank you, Jesus. Here are some announcements. If you have missed any of our sermons, you can watch them by logging in on Papa's House through YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes and Facebook. We have a family support program where we support single mothers and their children by getting provisions through finances and opportunities to earn a livelihood through small businesses. Every Friday through our homeless feeding program, our team prepares and distributes food packets for homeless people in and around Velour. We would encourage you to join us in this program by either preparing or distributing food packets and also by considering making your generous contributions through your finances. If you consider yourself to be a part of Papa's house, then we would encourage you to send your tithes and offerings. But if you are visiting Papa's house for a few occasions and led by the Spirit and you feel that Papa's house has made a difference in your spiritual life and your connection with Christ, you could consider sowing a small seed through an offering. We would make sure it falls on the good soil so that it reaps a good reward from God. You can find the details of the bank accounts and Google Pay should you decide to send in your offering to us. We will intimate to you once we have received it. Also, here are the links on how you can reach and follow us.